Lack of activity destroys the good condition of every human being. While movement and method, methodical physical exercise save it and preserve it. Hello and welcome to episode 468 of Under the Call of MS. This is a Wellness Wednesday episode. That was a little quote from Plato. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep my personal, main personal updates for more of a YouTube video, because uh, I like talking about my MS journey more on the YouTube videos at the moment. And using these to go over more of the information that I constantly get. Piles and piles of tons of trees chopped down and turned into paper pamphlets and everything else. And sent to me emails and all these different companies that contact me and tell me what I have to do to make my life feel better. And <laughs> make things better in my life dealing with a chronic disorder. I am not a doctor. I just read, review, look over stuff and give my opinion how I feel about what they're saying, but I would not take my opinion to heart and do everything for yourself and talk to your own medical staff about anything you want to do so you can get a good tight grip on your health uh, disorders and problems and you can fix whatever you need to fix and you can get the people to help you out any way they can and that's the way to do it so i am not a doctor just if you're listening to this it's just me talking about stuff that people keep sending me and giving me <laughs> and what i think about it all right let's see ms comorbidities uh, the concept of whole person health entails looking at your whole lifestyle when creating a treatment plan. Instead of focusing on alleviating specific problems, it means addressing things like diet, exercise, social factors, emotional factors, and anything else that you can to make your life better and more, make yourself more whole. Whole person health is sometimes referred to as whole person care or holistic health. Sometimes people use the term holistic health to mean a treatment plan based on solely based solely on diet, exercise, and herbal treatments, excluding modern medi medical treatments. But the modern approach to whole person care includes all treatments that make sense for your individual circumstances including medications, diet, exercise, talk therapy, community engagement. Basically, the human body and mind are, are complicated, interconnected systems. To function at your peak, you have to address the health and well-being of all your parts. Uh, and with having a... If you have multiple sclerosis, and you're dealing with demyelination, and you get holes in your myelin and your signals are getting sent all over the place 
gotta do a little extra things to help help with those issues that come up from misfired signals throughout our bodies and inflammation and all that can be uh, big factors on how we feel and how our body is doing uh many people with ms face challenges from other chronic conditions having multiple chronic conditions at the same time can also be referred to as having comorbidities and multiple sclerosis is known as a snowflake disease because everybody deals with it differently and has different issues at different times and there's no two perfectly alike individuals out there that I've heard of at least that have exactly the same things at the same times and stuff. Oh, here we go. Starting up already. Hello, telemarketer. Welcome to WKRB. How are you trying to ruin our lives today? <laughs> Another telemarketer. They have been calling all morning again. Well, every day, period. It just doesn't matter. They always freaking calling. Like yesterday, I thought it was nice. I didn't hear any calls. And then all of a sudden, right around dinner time, back-to-back calls just coming in. Telemarketer after telemarketer. Uh, let's see. The five most common comorbidities. Morbidities, <laughs> morbid. Oh no, okay, can't say this word now. <laughs> Comorbidities that occur alongside MS include depression, anxiety disorder, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and lung disease. So definitely have those looked at. If you have any issues with those, check with your medical staff and let them know. Other conditions found to be more common among people with MS include heart disease, congestive heart failure, strokes, arthritis, inflammatory bowel disease, IBD, irritable bowel syndrome, or IBS, seizure disorders, bipolar disorder, sleep disorders, and alcohol abuse. Well, yeah, if you got all those problems, you're probably trying to drown out the pain. <laughs> but no, I'm not abusing alcohol. I just have one day a week right now with football season is what I drink. Have my few drinks in the midday and then by, then stop. And then by the time I go to bed, I'm already sobered up. So <laughs> usually... And it's good to get my drinks in earlier in the day. And then I drink a lot of water still afterwards. Because when I don't drink water with alcohol, I have issues all night long. Can't sleep. Body fighting me constantly. But yeah, it's... I like doing it that route. And with me, I like drinking tequila on the rocks with a little bit of lemon. That's my drink of choice. So that's pretty strong on the system. So you need that. I try to drink at least 
a couple glasses of water in between the drinks also so I don't dehydrate myself. Sleep disorders, I deal with the CPAP now, that helped out somewhat, and then I took a break from it, now I'm having problems getting back into it, because I do sleep better without it, but I can fall asleep faster with it. Uh, I got a news news one, (laughs) a new one that comes right off my nose that has two singular nasal cushions that go right in the nose and last night was the first night i used it i like it because it's lays out easier with me the ho- with the hose and i don't have a hose going all around my pillows and all that stuff but the two nasal cushions in the nose kind of got a little irritating through the night so i could see possibly ended up having some sores inside my nose because of my skin condition whenever my Something rubs against my flesh or whatever, I get like rash, boil, uh, skin disturbance areas. Uh, it's one of the reasons I went to the right off the nose nasal um, CPAP mask because the one I had where the hose came off the top of the head had two airlines, one on each side of the face, and I lay on my side, on my right side. 90% of the night, or most of the night, but, uh, yeah, I would get little skin irritations because of leaning against it, plus I was crushing that side, so I was only getting airflow on one side, and that's why I've been trying for Christ over a damn year to get this new, new mask, and fighting with the company, and that's one thing, definitely keep an eye on your companies, uh, anybody you're dealing with medically. I mean, this company changed hands in the middle of me getting my first new mask. And we had everything worked out, and the old company sent me the wrong one. The new company took over. They wouldn't replace anything because they said I did not not have 70% or better uh, usage of my machine. I forget what they called it. And insurance needed that. So I called the insurance. They said they don't need that. They said everything's fine. You're covered. And then we did a three-way phone call with the company. We had everything good to go on the phone. And then the lady from insurance said, okay, everything's good. You're all right. I'm like, yep, sounds good. She left. And as soon as she left, the company flip-flopped on me. And, well, since we don't have the percentage, we can't send you the thing. It's like, we just talked to my freaking insurance company, you jackasses. So then I didn't have a pulmonologist because the doctor that was an MS specialist that put me on the CPAP and never really explained anything left me for a new new area of his uh, doctoring of his doctor office location or whatever. So he left me before I even understood what the hell was going on in anything. And he didn't under- help me at all with my MS stuff, except for caused me to have like three months late on getting my infusion at the time because he, the paperwork went to the wrong places twice or three times. It's like, okay, thanks. I'm glad you just gave a shit about CPAP stuff and nothing about my MS. Don't bother helping me with what I want. 
And the guy was also specialized in psychiatry, and that's what I really wanted from him instead of the CPAP crap. But he was more focused on that. So, but yeah, so I went, said, screw it. I went and got a new pulmonologist, and I got learned everything from him. And he's like, your numbers are great. You get you got almost a hundred percent efficiency on your readouts and he didn't even have to plug my machine in or nothing. I brought it to him and stuff. He looked it up online. Everything came out for him, but the CPAP company cannot get these numbers at all. And then they apparently talked to them and the company's like, yep, yeah, we see it. We got it. Well, everything's good now. And I leave the office. I get the phone call to, Reset up my order again for the supplies and right back to normal. You're not at 70%. It's like I was just told I'm almost 100%. And it's like my readouts are great. And <laughs> it's like, so we fought and fought and fought. And finally, I messaged my new pulmonologist and said, Hey, this is all the crap that happened. I'm done with it. I don't care anymore. I'll just set the thing off to the side and not use it. Or whatever, if I'm not going to get the mask, or eventually once I have 150 bucks, I'll go and buy the mask that I want because apparently the company doesn't want, want to sell me anything and make anything. So they're just being complete jackasses. So I told them I was done with it. And then all of a sudden, a few days later, everything's taken care of. It's like, really? Spend a year irritating me, stressing me out, enraging me, probably causing more harm to my body because of the stress and anxiety than anything. And they could have just took care of it a year ago. Done. Over with. We'd be happy. Everything would be working fine. No. But then I finally get my new mask. I get a new mask that's in multiple pieces. No instructions how to put it together. So I just guessed. I think I got it right. And then I got filters. I got a new water container. A new air hose. But no nasal pillows. It comes with the two little nasal pillows on the, the mask already. So basically I got to use booger filled nasal pillows forever i don't get no replacement ones and the old one at least gave me new nasal slots and i had all different sizes small medium large medium large and extra wide and all this stuff this one nope this comes with two nasal pillows on the thing that looks like things you use in headphones those type of little round pillows and it's like you would think you'd give me some extra ones so I can replace them once every few months or whatever. Or if I get them all nasty or something. So yeah, it's I am so tired of fighting with the... Well, I'm not even fighting. I'm trying to be nice with everybody. But these freaking medical companies... So you wonder why our world is falling apart medically and people are just in so much pain and discomfort and so many problems because these companies just keep dilly-dallying and dicking us around and not taking care of things and ends up doing more harm than good and personally they 
I can't believe lawyers aren't taking all these companies down. So we can get some companies that do want to do things right. But yeah. I don't know why I got on that rant. Sorry. <laughs> but that's what happens on this podcast. But yeah, those are some things that can happen. The comorbidities alongside of multiple sclerosis, along with other things that we can always wonderfully have happen and pop up in our lives. Uh, some healthier frozen foods, like fruits, vegetables are healthy and affordable ways to increase your daily mineral and fiber intake. And I love getting my fruits and veggies frozen because they're flash frozen at the, or whatever, done at the canneries and taken care of instead of sitting in a bin forever, just losing all their nutrition. So the faster you can freeze them after you chop them out of the field, the better. Uh, Frozen falafel is an easy and convenient way to improve your meal's nutritional quality. Edamame is another plant-based food rich in proteins and fiber that makes for a quick, nutritious snack or side dish. It's not, you got to be around here in Wisconsin. You got to almost go to a fancier grocery store to find stuff like edamame. And a lot of this stuff, actually, because like frozen turkey meatballs are another poultry meat you can prepare in no time without breaking the bank. Uh, Chicken and fish patties are an easy way to add protein to your meals. Salmon and tuna patties also tend to be more affordable than fillets. And so I stock up. Anytime I see any deal on salmon or certain fish that I like, I don't mind tilapia. I prefer cod or haddock. Uh, Salmon, tuna, those are the main ones that I'll eat. I love a good shark steak. Uh, Why can't I think of the other one? The big fish with the big old nose, swordfish steak and stuff. Those I like once in a great while for a special meal if I'm out and about or something. But yeah, there's tons of great ways to do fish and add fish as a a main protein, but you also got to watch out for mercury and stuff if you eat a ton of fish, I guess, or other type of heavy metals. Cauliflower rice is a frozen product with great nutritional value and versatility. You can use it in many of the same dishes as regular rice, but it has fewer carbs and may increase the fiber, vitamin, and mineral contact of your meal or content of your meal. They have tons of great ones out there now. Cauliflower pizza crust. They have vegetable pastas. They got so many things out there that hold up well and are made way better than 10, 15, 20 years ago when shit just basically evaporated or fell apart as soon as you tried to cook it. Or if you did your own, you stink up the whole house and stuff. That's why it's nice to pick up already done stuff with the cauliflower Frozen brown rice might be the nutritious, low-cost ingredient you didn't know you were missing. You can work it into just about any dish. I mean, you can make stir-fries, you can make fried rice, you can make 
adds fish goes awesome with rice side dishes. It's a little pile of rice, some salmon, some veggies. Just mix those together, a nice little side salad with it. It's a perfect meal. It is yummy. Frozen veggie pizza crust are a healthier way to keep enjoying pizza night. Like I said, they have some awesome ones. We get uh, a cauliflower one that we really like. Uh, I can't think of the company's name at the moment. Uh, we get. They also have a sweet potato crust, which I hate sweet potato, but I won't taste it at all with that crust. Uh, I think they also had a chickpea style crust and possibly a broccoli cauliflower combination crust but yeah there's some really awesome ones out there don't be afraid to try them they got enough deals just watch for them when they're on sale pick them up and see what happens i did the first couple times we did i made one of those pizzas and i made a regular pizza just in case someone that was eating didn't like it had the other option but surprisingly the cauliflower style crust pizza disappeared first and nobody knew. <laughs> so, uh, it was nice. Nice to know when you can do that. And I, I let them know. But I like to see what what their real thoughts are when they take that first bite or two. And then I let them know. But Greek yogurt bars are a healthy substitute for ice cream. That will let you enjoy the benefits of probiotics. While savoring a sweet treat. They also have lemon ice and stuff, which right now my wife is addicted to. <laughs> and they have lemon flavored, strawberry, black cherry, watermelon. I think they have one other one that's rarely in stock. Oh yeah, mango one, which I never see hardly. But yeah, it's they got some healthy versions, or you can make your own stuff using some yogurt and stuff. Uh, Greek yogurt bars. Yeah, I just, they're not bad. Ice pops make for a healthy, refreshing, dairy-free treat. Just be mindful of their sugar content. You always got to look at the ingredients or make the stuff yourself. And it's always, always easier to see the ingredients that you're using when you're cooking for yourself. Uh, some... Good morning yoga poses. Uh, you can hold your poses for 60 seconds before moving on to the next one or whatever your body allows. And you can start to feel pain, light pain, but don't let it get to extreme pain. Then you're just going to injure yourself and then you won't be able to work out for a while and and it's just a waste of waste of a good start. So listen to your body, and if it's sore, mellow out and stop. Don't do things. Don't bend past a certain point and stuff like that. But you got like child's pose where you're on your hands and knees, and you just bring your face down to the ground. Uh, basically get on all fours on your mat, spread your knees wide and position your big toes so that they're touching. 
let your stomach fall between your thighs and allow your forehead to drop towards the floor. Extend your arms in front of your body with your palms on the floor and breathe deeply in and out here. Let's do all these over and over as many times as you would like to your comfort zone. Uh, happy baby, where you lie on your back, on your mat, your yoga mat. Bend your knees and bring them to your stomach, gripping the outside of your feet. Flex your heels and ankles. Breathe here, focusing on keeping your ankles directly above your knees while pushing against your hands with your feet. And yoga mats are cheap enough. You can pick up a nice one. Sometimes they're thin. You might want to put two on top of each other. We usually set one side by side or something. My wife likes to do that. Uh, if you do put them on top of each other, watch them from slipping out from the being on top of another one. Uh, but there's You can use towels and stuff like that, but they can be harsh on your knees. So it's nice to have that cushion. And yeah, just have something to preserve the knee and the wrist and your body. It's just... It need, it's good to have a little cushion. Cat-cow, where you get on all fours on your mat with your hands under your shoulders and knees under your hips. Engage your abs, exhale, and push your spine up towards the ceiling. Allow your head to fall towards your chest. Hold here for 10 seconds. Inhale and let your spine fall back down. Allowing your stomach to fall towards the ground while your head comes up and back. Hold here for another 10 seconds. There's the cobra, which I love this stretch. It just feels so good when you get, in that, get a nice good pull on it. Where you lie on your mat on your stomach with your legs shoulder width apart and the tops of your feet on the mat. Place your hands underneath your shoulders with your elbows tucked into your body. Inhale and begin to straighten your arms, pushing through the tops of your feet. Lift your chest off the floor and push your shoulders back. Stop straightening your arms as soon as your pelvis loses contact with the ground. Breathe in and out here for up to 30 seconds. And then you got the chair where you stand with your feet together and inhale. Extending your arms directly overhead. Exhale. Begin to sit back into your hips and bend your knees. Stop when your thighs are parallel to the ground. Roll your shoulders down and back and press your tailbone towards the ground. And breathe here. Alright, we still we can get a couple more in yet before we run out of room here. We have, now we're getting into some intermediate positions where you can hold each pose for a minute and make your way through the circuit twice if you feel like doing the whole routine and if your body allows it. Downward dog. Get on all fours on your mat with your hands underneath your shoulders and your knees underneath your hips. Inhale. Exhale and lift your knees away from the floor, 
pushing your heels down towards the floor. Lift your tailbone towards the ceiling and do not lock your knees. Draw your shoulder blades towards your tailbone and keep your head between your arms. Stay here working on getting your feet in contact with the ground. Got warrior one where you stand with your feet together and arms at your side. Step with your left foot into a lunge, keeping your right leg straight and turning your right foot at a 45 degree angle. Extend your arms over your head, squeeze your shoulder blades together and down and lift your head up, lift your head to look up at your fingertips. I always like to do superstar when I do that move. <laughs> All right, one more before we swap to the next part, other half of the show. We got bridge. Lie on your back with your knees bent and feet flat on the ground. Place your arms at your sides with your palms on the ground. Inhale, exhale, and push up through your feet, pushing your hips up towards the sky. Or as DDP says, lift the buttocks. All right, we're going to end it here, and I'll get right back with some more exercises right after this. And some other health information along with it. All right, let's get to the second half of the show. See if we can get through these without running out of time. These last few items I was going to talk about. But continuing with the nice morning yoga suggestions, different types of poses. Next one would be Garland. And this is, again, still part of the intermediate intermediate style exercise. And the last one we did talk about was the bridge, which that alone is an, one of the key exercises you could put into a nice little routine for some things you'd like to do on a regular weekly basis just for flexibility. And... There's certain moves that are very good for helping loosen up certain parts of our body that many of us may have issues with because of using assisted devices and stuff like that. But I really like that one. And hell, you can do that one while you're laying in bed if you have to. It's a little little, uh, wonky if you got a highly soft, cushiony bed. It might be hard to lift yourself buttocks off the ground on that with staying steady but yeah. just a suggestion next one i said was garland uh, squat down with your feet as close together as you can get them toes pointed out let your torso fall between your thighs pressing your elbows against your knees keep your tailbone pressed towards the ground and your chest up using the resistance of your knees to help you. <clears throat> this next one I could never do. I hurt myself just even trying, even thinking about doing this next one. I got to take a swig of water, which I should have done before I started this segment. <clears throat> uh, 
little better, but it would be better, way better if I had ice in that water. It's nasty, stale water. All right. This one is called the bowl. The nightmare bowl. <laughs> Lay on your stomach with your arms extended by your sides and your palms up. Bend your knees and reach back, grabbing hold of your ankles with your hands. Keep your knees in line with your hips. As you inhale, lift your heels away from your butt while you lift your thighs off the ground. Press your shoulder blades back and look forward. If I should actually make a video of myself trying to do these. <laughs> I just look like a beached whale or a beached walrus trying to grab his tail. His fit tail fin, and just uh, it's 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 sad. <laughs> Basically, I do not ever get my hands to my ankles and are able to do it right. Uh, the boat. I don't know why they call this the boat. I would call this the sitting soccer kick or something. <laughs> uh, sit on your butt with your legs extended in front of you. Lean back slightly. <clears throat> oh, my, I'm getting really hoarse all of a sudden. Lean back slightly with your hands on the ground supporting you. Inhale and bring your knees towards your chest, stopping when your thighs are at a 45-degree angle to the ground. Extend your legs if possible. Otherwise, keep them here. Bring your arms out in front of you so they're parallel to the floor and hold it there. Now we're going to get to some advanced routine positions. And remember, don't do anything that hurts you, anything that causes pain. Just do the ones that you can do. And it's mainly for the flexibility of it that you're doing this. You're not doing this for a weight loss things. You don't have to bust your ass trying to do every move and then be laid up the next three days but they say you can hold each pose for a minute period for a one minute period and repeat the circuit the circuit of exercises twice if you want to do their full routine layout but i say just do what you can and what your body allows and you're comfortable with and build your routine around that gradually eventually you'll get a little more Flexible, a little more exercises you'll be able to do, a little more things you can join into, and maybe even get into resistance bands eventually, and stuff like that. The first one's called King Pigeon. Again, I don't know why they give these some of these names. <laughs> the Zoom Pigeon Pose, with your left knee bent in front of you, and your right knee extended behind you. This is while you're on the mat. By the way, you're not standing up doing this. Bend your right knee and bring your foot up towards your back. Arch your back and drop your head down. Reach your hands over your head and grab hold of your foot with both hands. Then there's the dove where you stretch your back and abs. Plus, or never mind, it's called the dove. Kneel on the floor with your arms down at your sides. With your fingers facing forward 
Lean back onto your hands with your arms straight. Lower down onto your forearms. Begin to push your thighs up and out, arching your back, dropping your head, and moving your hands across your feet as possible. That's another one that uh -uh, I won't be able to do that. Not for a while. Next up. Wait. Okay. Next up would be Lord of the Dance. Stand with your feet together and arms down at your sides. Bend your left knee, bringing your foot to your buttocks. Grab the outside of your foot with your left hand, pushing your tailbone down and your pelvis up towards your belly button. Allow your knee to extend slightly as it moves up towards the ceiling. Extend your right arm in front of you, parallel to the floor. And then we have a headstand. See, all these I can't do. I'm not even going to. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it. They have a headstand, a headstand lotus, a firefly. These are all ridiculously hard ones. If you want to look them up for yourself, you can. But there's no way in hell I'll be able to do those. You may be able to, all the power to you, but yeah. Uh, and then if you overdo it and stuff, you might have to see a physical therapist. So, what can you do about physical therapy? Physical therapy for MS involves exercises to strengthen your muscles and improve your gait, how you walk, and your balance and coordination. It also involves stretches to help you maintain mobility and prevent muscle spasms. Physical therapy can also include training on how to use mobility aids like a cane, walker, or wheelchair. It can be helpful to learn how to support and cope with your changing body, avoid exa exacerbating symptoms, develop strength and stamina, Regain abilities after a disease relap. Uh, physical therapy at diagnosis, diagnosis stage is important for you to meet with a physical therapist for a baseline evaluation so they can get to know you, get to know what your body's capable of what your body needs, what kind of problems you're having. It's good to write everything down so you don't forget to mention something that you dealt with or are dealing with. But, yeah, they'll give you the basic rundown and get you set up. Uh, during a relapse, also called a flare or exasperation, which is a period of time when symptoms of MS are more frequent or severe, you may have greater difficulty with everyday tasks, including working, cooking, walking, bathing, basically everything physical. And your physical therapist will know how the relapse is affecting you by conducting a physical exam and comparing it with your baseline evaluation. So that way they know what you used to be like and what you are like now, and they can form up your therapy around that and make it as best for you as possible. If you have primary progressive MS, 
you don't experience relapses. Instead, your disease is on a gradual constant decline. I think they should also include secondary progressive MS in that also. But uh, if you're diagnosed with this type of MS, ask your doctor to refer you to a physical therapist right away. It's crucial to your health and well-being that you start physical therapy as soon as you can. And it can teach you how to compensate for the changes that you're experiencing or will experience. And you also may need to learn how to use a mobility aid such as a standing device or wheelchair. So, And people with advanced multiple sclerosis have severe MS symptoms. In most cases, people with advanced MS are nonambulatory. This means they cannot walk or get around without help from another person or a motorized device. People at this stage have a increased risk of developing other health conditions such as osteoporosis or epilepsy. People with advanced MS can still benefit from physical therapy. It can help you learn to sit properly, develop upper body strength, and maintain the ability to use mobility aids. And there's a lot of workouts you can do if you're in a chair or a bed. So look at those. Uh, DDP Yoga has all kinds of routines if you want to get some great ideas. But, uh, physical therapy can be done in several locations like your home, an outpatient facility, a MS treatment center. Uh, they have physical therapy in doctors in uh, hospital arrangements. They have them in separate buildings. There's places that'll do stuff outside. There's ones that'll do water therapy. But yeah, just look for it. Yeah, inpatient, outpatient, home care options. Just talk with your doctor and make your treatment plan that works best for you. All right. Let's finish this off. My battery is dying, so I'm hoping I can get through this, but let's talk about dysphagia. Uh, dysphagia or difficulty swallowing. People with it can experience uncomfortable symptoms, including choking, coughing, feeling as though food is stuck in their throats and needing to frequently clear their throat when eating or drinking, it can also result in serious complications, including aspiration, inhaling solid food or liquids into the windpipe, which can also cause extra type of, uh, there's something about a disease related thing. I know if we, uh, we're swallowing and we cough and it kind of like lodges the food into our windpipe in a certain direction. So I, I did a episode of, long time ago about it i remember uh dysphagia is more common in people with advanced ms it can occur at any time in the disease's progression though it is important to recognize swallowing difficulties as early as possible so talk to your neurologist if you start having trouble with eating or drinking i've had 
quite a few little areas and instances and times where I thought I was going to die because I couldn't even remember how to breathe as I was trying to choke down something that was just small and medications sometimes I can't choke down they feel like they're giant and lodged in my throat dysphagia is the clinical term for any difficulties with swallowing function some people with dysphagia are unable to swallow at all whereas others have difficulty swallowing only certain foods or liquids signs and symptoms of dysphagia include coughing choking or sputtering when eating or drinking having difficulties with chewing food feeling as though food is stuck in the throat or chest, taking longer than usual to finish meals or drinks, experiencing difficulty controlling saliva or liquids in the mouth, sometimes leading to drooling or dribbling. Uh, Many people with MS who experience swallowing problems also have changes in their speech. So talk to your healthcare provider and see what they can help you out with you can get speech therapy too and stuff like that Uh, in people with ms the body's defenders the white blood cells attack the central nervous system causing inflammation and stripping the nerves of their protect protective coating myelin ms results in areas of nerve damage known as lesions or plaques ms plaques can form on the brain stem and interfere with nerve signals between the brain and the muscles in the tongue and throat. Nerve damage to these muscles cause them to become weak and uncoordinated, leading to swallowing problems. Some people with MS may also experience numbness in the mouth or throat, which can likewise cause difficulties with chewing and swallowing. Especially when you have that, those numbness issues, it's like you can't feel the food where it's at, if you're swallowing it, and also next thing you know, you're choking on something. So yeah, you gotta be very careful when you have certain issues. Uh, my battery's dying, so I don't want to get cut off. So let's see here. Some people say it feels difficult or tight to swallow. One person wrote they are constantly choking on their own saliva and waking up choking as well. Uh, People find foods they usually had no trouble with now pose a significant challenge to eat. Uh, Yeah, there's lots of different things that can cause it. And we just got to work with the doctors, do some dietary adjustments. Um, Altering the consistency of solid foods and liquids is helpful in improving swallowing function. Some find thickening their drinks and eating softer foods to be helpful. You may prefer prefer to avoid foods that are difficult to chew and swallow such as dry, crunchy, crumbly, or sticky foods. It may also be helpful to slow down while eating and drinking and to take smaller bites or sips and chew your food more. Uh, Cut things into small pieces, chew your food, extra bites, 
or extrude more times and that'll break it down further. Uh, these tips may help make mealtime easier if you're having trouble swallowing. Take your time while eating. This may mean eating smaller, more frequent meals rather than just a few large meals. Cut your food up into small manageable pieces. Take sips of a beverage between mouthfuls to help food slide down the throat more easily. Focus on swallowing and avoid distractions such as looking at your phone or holding a conversation during mealtimes, especially if all of a sudden you're choking and you spit the food right into the person's face that you're talking to. Uh, be mindful of your posture. You may want to sit up straight in an upright chair for best results. But, yeah, you can look into swallowing, strengthening exercises and stuff like that to help build up your uh, throat and your swallowing muscles. Uh, but just go over it with your doctors, see if they can help. My battery's going to die, so I want to definitely get this off before it cuts me off. So be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. Kick shot and monster. Keep following us. Check out our YouTube videos. We're getting more and more stuff out there. I haven't done an MS one in a couple weeks, but I will get some out there this week, hopefully. But I am going to see Clerks 3 today, so I ain't doing no more stuff other than going and enjoying a movie. And... We'll talk to you again soon, so be good, and we'll be back.